0: What's up, real estate world? This is Ryan Sexton with Movement Mortgage. I'm Tanner Hall with Life Space Real Estate, and this is... Doing the Deed. The number one real estate podcast in the world. I promise you, I ain't lying. <laughs>
1: the world, not world. the city, the world.
0: Ryan, what the
1: hell are we doing here?
0: What are we? How did we get here? Why are we doing a podcast? Talk to me.
1: I think the main thing that uh, we want to accomplish with this is to... You know, educate people out there on the do's and don'ts of real estate. Help buyers in this crazy market, and really just add some laughter and some levity to a uh, very competitive real estate market. And
0: apparently, SAT words too.
1: Levity. I. That's probably the largest word that I use, <laughs> uh, or at least most syllables. So. Hey,
0: Cody, Google that for me, will you, please?
1: Yeah. Thanks. What's levity mean? So, <laughs> Shout out to Cody. He's our producer. Solventless dreams. Thank you. So, but uh, yeah, that's kind of the main purpose. Do something different. And, you know, we always run into the same questions over and over and over again, right?
0: Yeah, we certainly do. Um, and it'd be nice to have a platform to, you know, speak to the masses like this. So, um, you know, we're going to help those first-time homebuyers hold, hold their hands through the whole um, transactional process from And even it's going to play into today, we're going to go over uh, getting pre-approved, what that looks like, and then the buyer consultation um, when we first meet with a buyer, even before we start looking for houses.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I like that.
0: So I guess my first question for you, buddy, what is a pre-approval?
1: That's a good question. Um, And at the end of the day, the pre-approval is basically a piece of paper telling you what you're qualified for. Now, not every pre-approval is considered equal either, right? So some lenders will not verify certain things before they issue a pre-approval, and some do. So at the end of the day, you want to definitely work with a lender that's going to make sure that you're good to go before you put an offer in, Mm -hmm. and you understand everything that you're getting into before you put that offer in. Because once you're under contract you know, you don't have as many options, right? So you don't just back out. You can lose money. Um, It takes money to even get the process started. Mm -hmm. So when I'm working with someone, I really try and pretend like it was me in their shoes because I was a first-time homebuyer once. And all the concerns I had and all the worries I had, I try and address that, right? So by the end of it, They're well-educated, and they are going out and searching for homes confidently as opposed to going out and winging it.
0: Well, I think that's a big, big point you just made there. Having confidence rather than, you know, and especially, like, expectations, too, right? So. Yeah. Give me that line, baby. Give me that line from a buy. I love so, this. I love this. Th-
1: there's a good line out there where you, uh, you can't have a beer budget and have champagne taste, <laughs> yes. right? Yes. So at the end of the day, uh, what I see a lot in this market is people are usually pre-approved for more than what they want to pay, right? And at the end of the day, I try and help them understand that it's not a competition. You're not keeping up with the Joneses. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's your first house, you don't need a three-car garage (laughs) with uh, marble floors and heated uh, bathroom floors. But, bro, come on. But my friend just got one. Dude, did you see Joanna and Chip on HGTV? I want that. Yeah. So, (laughs) at the end of the day, they got to have the right expectations and uh, know that, you know, you're working with a strong team, yeah. right? And that team yeah. consists of the lender and the agent, mm-hmm. right? Not mm-hmm. just one piece.
0: Well, I think it's our, um, you know, it is not only our job, but our duty as as humans, you know, we don't want to put our clients in a bad position, yeah. right? Exactly. You know, we care about other people and all that. So um,
1: I usually use a line where I, I want to set people up for success and not failure, yeah. right? And the biggest thing that you can take into account what that statement is you, know, you want a manageable payment. You don't want to be cat or house rich and cash poor. All right. It's That's not fun having a four-bedroom house and eating ramen noodle and sitting <laughs> on milk crates, right? Because yeah. you can't afford the uh, furniture that goes in it. <laughs> but you can get a two-bedroom house or a three-bedroom house as a starter home mm-hmm. and then go from there. And it's really just depends on people's situation.
0: So, okay, perfect. People's situation. So, so I'm a buyer. Um, you know, I, I talked to my agent. He said, here send me or uh, get linked up with Ryan. Um, He's going to get you pre-approved. So what's the process? What's the platform? How do I get pre-approved? Do you send me something? Do we have a questionnaire? Walk me through the actual process of getting pre-approved.
1: Yeah. So the biggest thing is that that initial consultation, just like you would have with your real estate agent, Mm -hmm. just try and figure out the situation, Mm -hmm. right? Are you a first time home buyer? Are you selling your house and buying a new one? Do you have to sell your house in order to buy the new one? Can you afford the two mortgage payments until your house sells? So really the first conversation is uncovering the situation and trying to figure out the best game plan, right? And when you're getting pre-approved, it usually is three different factors that we're going to look at for the most part, right? And there are more details to it. We'll get into it later, but to keep it simple, is we look at your job history. So we want to make sure you're making money, mm-hmm. right? You can't sit on the couch and collect unemployment and then tell me you that's what you made last year, right? right? Unemployment doesn't last forever. Right. It shouldn't last forever, at least. I don't know how things are going to go <laughs> <laughs> moving forward. But uh, at the end of the day, it's supposed to be a temporary uh, subsidy mm-hmm. for your income, All yeah. right, yeah. So we want to make sure you have consistent income. We do a two-year look back. All right, there's more details into it, but that's the general idea. All so, right?
0: so you want somebody or at least for me as a buyer, I'm setting myself up for success if I have 2 years of employment at least.
1: Yes. It doesn't have to be with the same company, Mm -hmm. but you don't want large gaps in between. Like you can't work for three months, take a year off, collect unemployment, go back to work for three months and decide, hey, it's a great time to buy a house. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not going to be a good situation in most cases, right?
0: Sounds like you you need stability in your life, right?
1: Yes. Right. So that's the first thing we're going to look at is your income. All right. The next thing we're going to take a look at is your credit. All right, so the biggest thing I hear with credit is, you know, uh, we want to pay off our car or we're going to pay off all our student loans. Um, A lot of people think that if you pay off installment debt, that's what that's called, right? It has a set time frame and you make a set payment every month. They think that's the best route when in reality it's not. Your credit's actually affected the most when it comes to your credit card usage. Right? I'm going to give everybody out here the tip that no one gave me whenever I was 18, 19, or early 20s, right? Are we ready? Topanga. <laughs> Topanga. Come on, you know, Boy Meets World? I love Boy Meets My World. Man. I love it. I love it. But uh, keep your credit card utilization under 30% at all times. Number one thing that you could do. Mm-hmm. Real simple. Mm-hmm. Don't complicate it. Keep it simple, stupid.
0: Oh, man. Right? You know, when I got my first credit card, oh, my God, I got $2,000 of free money? Yeah. Let's go. Yep, yep, <laughs>
1: yep, and then you racked up that two grand.
0: Bro, of Chipotle.
1: Yeah. Well, it probably drinks, too. <laughs> yeah. So uh, drinks, Chipotle, and then For sure. one of your satchels that you like to wear. Hey, so I get a lot of compliments on those. It's not, it's not a man purse. It's a satchel. You know what my satchel goes good with? What
0: my cauliflower ears? Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> that's, that's the good. only comeback I have. That's it. That's <laughs> it. They're so convenient. I know. <laughs> I know. Oh, that's good. But okay. No, I mean the the last let's yeah. last thing I will t- talk to people about is the cat the money they need. Right? right. How much you need? what's the requirements mm-hmm. and I give you a total number around about one you mm-hmm. know what I mean so that way we don't use all of the money you have saved but mm-hmm. we have the right game plan to help you have the best combination of your down payment mm-hmm. your monthly payment and your cash to close mm-hmm.
0: now Ryan I'm a I'm a first-time home buyer and my grandfather taught me about buying homes right he said yeah. I have to have 20 percent down
1: yeah yeah I, uh, we run into that a lot. Okay. Right. That's, uh, cause
0: that, that takes me out of the buyer pool. I don't, I don't yeah. have 20% to put down yeah. on the house. What happens?
1: It's actually, uh, there's a lot of options out there now where you can put down less than 20%, right? And as a first time home buyer, you could do as little as 3%. So if a purchase price is 200,000, you need six grand for the mm-hmm. down payment mm-hmm. versus 20% of that, you know, you could do the math. That'd be 40 grand. Check that, Cody. Yeah, double check my math there. Yeah. Bing, Bing. <laughs> we're we're going to get this sound bit. Yeah. We're, we're getting. Them this rolling. is just a pilot episode, guys. <laughs> Don't worry. There's more sound effects coming. So. <laughs> uh, I love it, man. 200,000 so, times 6%. Yep. No, 3%. 6,000. Yep. Hit that cheer button. Cheer button. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong one. <laughs> yeah, there we go. So <laughs> that couldn't have been more perfect. <laughs> now,
0: I, I guess one one last question for the pre-approval. Okay, I understand. I need to uh, to be pre-approved. Maybe I'm six months out from buying a home. What can I do in that six months to to best prepare myself? for you know getting pre-approved
1: yeah good question um i actually we like to recommend they get pre-approved three to six months before they're actually ready to buy Mm -hmm. so i mean that's actually the perfect time to do so a couple reasons one if there are any credit issues Mm -hmm. then we can fix it we have time Mm -hmm. right so that's the biggest thing then we also know how much money we're going to need right so we know how much we need to save every month until we are ready to buy Mm -hmm. Okay, and then we also understand the situation when it comes to our job, right? Don't go and switch positions. Don't go to new companies without double-checking if it's necessarily going to be a right move. If your goal is to buy a house, right? It could be the right move because you're making a lot more money, but it might not be qualifiable money.
0: But, dude, that 2022 GMC Sierra just came out. Oh,
1: isn't that sweet? So uh, if it was me, I'd get the escalator, the navigator, but that's (laughs) that's what I would get. (laughs) So, so you're saying don't, don't don't buy a new truck, right? If you have a truck and you're replacing that car payment, not Mm -hmm. so bad, Mm -hmm. but if you're going from a $200 car payment to an $800 car payment, something you're going to want to run it past your loan officer, right? Thank you. So that's what you're going to want to check with to make sure you can still afford that house. So cool. And the biggest, I'm going to leave you one last thing here. The biggest thing with credit and the people don't realize is we don't actually look at the balance. Like, for example, that truck is probably 50, or no, not in this mind It's probably $80,000 truck, yeah. right? So we're not looking that you owe $80,000. we are looking at what the monthly payment is. So that's what we care about. And we care about your monthly payments on credit against your monthly income. So that's how we calculate what you can afford. Gotcha. Makes sense, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you if you if I look at your credit and it costs you two thousand dollars a month in your bills and you only make three grand a month, <laughs> we got a problem. We don't even have a mortgage yet. Hit that. So those are the things that we take a look at and I coach people through to get them set up so if you give me three to six months you're going to be able to get a house if you give me three hours because you clicked on zillow and you go see a house with an agent that didn't ask you if you were (laughs) pre-approved well guess what you're probably not getting that house you know what i mean so that's just the the market that we're in so
0: it is And, and you know um you know on the agent side of things I don't want to show buyers houses who aren't pre-approved, who aren't set up to actually make an offer on a house that we see that day,
1: right? So I love that you said that, right? So I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. You're building your business and your book of business. What do you do whenever you get a buyer that says, well, I don't have, I'm good. I don't have a pre approval yet, but I know I'm good. Are you showing them houses? I, it's a waste of time for me. It really is. Is it? But it, are you showing them houses? Oh hey, do you you man. show one, two before they do it. How, what is your approach?
0: Yeah. So I always go, "Hey, are you pre approved?" Yeah. I mean, that's my number one question, because again, in today's market, we have to be able to pull the trigger today. Yeah. Today. Yeah. Houses are houses are going are listed. On Thursday, Thursday and on our contract Sunday. on Sunday.
1: Yep. Highest and right? best.
0: Right? Now, have I shown houses to buyers who aren't pre-approved?
1: Yes. Yes. Right. yes.
0: But don't do that. Agents, don't do that. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Especially today. Again, you know.
1: Well, let me ask you this question because yeah. uh, it's good to understand your perspective from the agent side, yep. right? So that's on the buyer-agent perspective. Mm-hmm. Let's say it's your listing. Mm-hmm. Are you scheduling a listing with an agent that's requesting it and their buyer doesn't have a pre approval in hand?
0: That's a great question. I, I actually don't vet that. Mm. I don't vet that.
1: Gotcha. Boom. If this is a, a, a hot listing, right? Yeah. So you're booking up. You're listed right. on Thursday. This is that HGTV house. It's got the. Ship lap, the subway tiles, <laughs> the heated right. floors, you know, Chip and Joe were literally the ones that did it. Okay. So at that point, that's those listing appointments are going to book up fast.
0: And each one of those
1: how carries a value. How many of those do you want to lose to people that don't have a pre approval in hand? Not one. I think that we could have a, sh- that it would be a great shift in the market and just for real estate agents, businesses to, it's a must mm-hmm. on both ends.
0: Mm-hmm. That's de- it's definitely a house. best practice.
1: You're not seeing this house unless you have a pre-approval or proof of funds. Mm-hmm. Because Tony has pre-approval and proof of funds. You know Samantha, she's afraid to have her credit pulled. Mm-hmm. Who do you think is going to be more qualified? Right. Right? right, right. So you really got to think of it from both ends. And I feel like that's, like you said, I never vet that. No. What have you started?
0: like I said, each one of those, uh, showings carries value. Yeah. I could, you know, somebody that's not pre-approved slides into a showing and steals somebody else's that is pre-approved. Yep. There's a chance at a, you know, an offer that could be accepted. That isn't going to be,
1: yep. That can't be. Yep. Right. Exactly. So it's a, it's good to see your, you realizing that yeah. from that perspective. Yeah. In I real think time, about that appreciate all the time. It. Cause when I talk to buyers agents, I'm like, they have a pre approval. Like, well, we just saw a house. I'm like, (laughs) why'd you see a house with that person? Yeah, Yeah. you know what I mean. Right. But then I'm holding. So here's my perspective, and you tell me if this is kind of a good thing or a bad thing. If I was in your shoes, I would show one or two, Mm -hmm. but that's max. Like Mm -hmm. maybe because I want to build the relationship. Mm -hmm. I want to make sure that we're a good fit. I do the same thing when I'm doing a mortgage pre-approval there's dozens of banks you could go to PNC citizens what why movement you're working with Ryan you're not working with movement right so at the end of the day if I was an agent I would show them one or two out make sure we're a good fit mm-hmm. and then it's a must mm-hmm. have to have a pre-approval if you want to see it because then it's kind of like that shit or get off the pot yeah. If yeah. you're not willing to get a pre approval, you're not serious. And gas is, you know, four dollars a gallon. So yeah. do you think I want to drive around? Yeah. And I get to do it from home. So I feel when I help agents I work with, I'm like, you're not going and wasting another ounce of gas oh, the, the be- on the, these people.
0: The best is I need to see this house immediately. <laughs> Of course, of course. Yeah, yeah no problem. I'll, you know, I'm in Mount Lebanon. I'll get up to Zelian Opal here yeah. as soon as I can. Drop everything for you.
1: And you're probably <laughs> the only one that wants to see it. Yes. So, yeah, it's, it's a unique market. It really is. Yeah, yeah. You got to learn to navigate through the good and the bad, though.
0: That's very true.
1: You know. Yeah. So, like, when I work with a buyer. They may not have stellar credit, but if they gave me six months, I can work with them to get them ready. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's really just about preparation in my eyes and having a game plan. Right. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, but as far as, so we know what to do on the pre-approval one, Mm -hmm. right? Contact uh, your lender. Hopefully Ryan Sexton Movement Mortgage, uh, <laughs> that was a good plug. That was. So uh, I was waiting for him. That would have been great. So, but uh, we know what to do there. So let's yeah. say I have them pre-approved, right? Mm-hmm. They, let's say they do it the right way. Yeah. And that means get the pre-approval first, mm-hmm. so now I can tee up Tanner with his buyer consultation. Yeah. Beautiful. What's that consist of?
0: Uh, a lot of alcohol No,
1: <laughs> no. Yeah.
0: Um, so yeah, I just want to sit down, uh, with you. I want to, I, and you said it, you said it during your, um, spiel about getting pre-approved. I want to set expectations, right. Um, going into the champagne taste, but on a beer budget, I want to completely avoid that. Yeah. Right. And, and that happens all too often. Right. Yeah. Well, I can afford that. I can afford that. Oh, wait, yeah. maybe I can't get stretched out that far yeah or or don't show me any houses without x, y, and z. Well, you know all the houses have that have those yeah you know are out of your budget. so let's set realistic expectations some questions I love asking. you know um, make a list what are your wants and what are your must haves Once we meet all of those must haves, then we can look for for those wants. But those deal breakers have to be met or you're not going to buy a house, right? Yeah. Right? So let's let's figure out that, right? Um, I use the acronym PALM, P-A-L-M. So I want to know.
1: Thanks for spelling that out for us.
0: You're right. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're welcome. <laughs> did I enunciate it well? You, you
1: did. Go, I knew the spelling, so <laughs> I was just shocked that you had to, like, break it down. So well, I'm well, not I, that good at spelling, you know, but... I guess when we're you use words like levity, you have to like make sure you're keeping up. Yeah. Listen, so.
0: well, J- Jabel's listening. So we got to, we got to pipe it down here. Okay. okay. <laughs> Good. But, uh, so P price range. Okay. What, you know, we, we know that, right. We know that we're pre-approved for X amount, but do you really want to go to the top of your, your pre-approval budget? Do you want to stay, you know, a little bit below that? Um, what's your most manageable monthly payment, yeah. right? Um, And then A, attributes. So, three-bedroom, two-bath, four-bedroom, three-and-a-half-bath. What attributes of the house do you want?
1: Off-street parking, garage. Exactly.
0: Right. Uh, Built-in bidet.
1: Seriously, that's a win. <laughs> I'm not that's even a, joking. I'm not either. I have one at home. Same. <laughs> <laughs> and a squatty potty. I do too. No, you don't. Really?
0: Swear. Oh, my God. I'll take a picture of it and post uh, it.
1: Next <laughs> podcast. That's right. be on our squatty potty. <laughs> 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 that's great. It that should be our logo on yeah. squatty potty. Oh, that's so funny that I'm not the only one. Oh. Uh, it's a smart hey. man here. That's right. Uh, uh, Healthy. Yeah, it's all about health so
0: so we got price we got attributes l location okay where in the where where in pittsburgh do you want to live where outside of pittsburgh do you want to live i'm licensed in all of pennsylvania where in pennsylvania do you want to live yeah really yeah right so and then and then the last one m motivation why are you buying a home right are you getting out of a shitty situation are you a first-time home buyer is this an investment property and again it goes back to those uh must have versus wants list yeah. that's really where you're going to drive your 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 motivation. Yeah. So now I have um all the you know artillery I need to go out and look for houses, hunt them down and then present them to you as a buyer and then we can go in and take a look, yeah. right? Um I like to keep it a little fluid. You know, I I like sending buyers houses. I like when they send me houses as well. Um, but do a little bit of homework as well. Right. Um, I like to send like Google earth links. Hey, this is the road that you're going to be on. Cause a lot of those listing pictures, they don't include uh, the road. Right.
1: And yeah, wow, okay.
0: you know, if I, if I'm a $400,000 buyer, I sure should. I'm not living on a road with a double yellow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. High traffic area. Um, but that's just me. Yeah. Maybe that road it, it takes you right downtown, right, yeah. and you're four minutes away from your job, and you don't care that there's traffic on that. Yeah, whatever, whatever your needs are, right? So, um, yeah. After that consultation, then we'll go out, start start looking at homes. Again, we're ready, we're prepared, and we're able to make an offer that day on a house. Yeah. So setting us up for success, right? Yeah. And it, you know, typically, um. I'll acquire the buyer, link them up with you, you handle your biz, after that's done, you'll flip them back over to me. And it's like a it's a sweet little uh, back and forth
1: here. The biggest thing is like the communication piece. Yes. If I pre-approve somebody and don't tell the don't communicate that they need seller's assist or they need other things along with the offer, mm-hmm. then that wouldn't be doing you any justice, you know? So vice versa, you know, you go see your house. We need a pre-approval and an offer by five, but this is the first time I'm meeting them and it's four o'clock. Um, that's, you know, a little tough situation, (laughs) right? So at the end of the day, can it be done? Of course I did one yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I got their pay stubs. I got their W2s. I verified Mm -hmm. it and yeah, go, go Mm -hmm. for it. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, it's it's definitely about communication. I liked what you said about motivation. Mm-hmm. And I just want to, we're in a crazy market, and we were just in a pandemic. So, interest rates hit an all-time low. And the news does a terrible job as far as expressing where actual interest rates are. And when it first happened, they made everybody believe interest rates were at zero. It <laughs> wasn't the case, right? Now, they were low. They were in the twos. Sure. It's insane. Yeah,
0: historically it's almost.
1: Low almost dangerous right so Mm. that's too low yeah money's cheap um but at the end of the day they're we're not in that market anymore right they're Mm. back to i like to say normal Mm. okay so rates are a little bit higher so you're going to see them in the mid threes and by summer they may be in the fours Mm -hmm. if you're buying a house because of the interest rate then your motivation is completely off
0: yeah
1: right and you're not a serious buyer right Right, So if the only reason you wanted to buy a house because it was a 2% interest rate, well, then you shouldn't have been buying a house. Mm-hmm. right? Because the reality is you're going to take advantage of the low down payment. You're going to take advantage of um, the low interest rates, the low payment. But let's say you move in three years. You just did that because of that low payment. Well, in that first three years, you're not paying down on your principal interest or your principal balance enough to maybe get out of that house, you know? So now you could be stuck just because of a low interest rate. Yeah. Does that make much sense? Oh yeah, for sure. Right. So when I tell people in this market, I'm like, you want to, it's okay to go over asking, but it's not okay to overpay. And I think we were talking about it briefly, just cause I'm pre-approved up to 300. Right. Doesn't mean I just offer 300,000 when mm-hmm. the house is only worth 250. Because mm-hmm. if it doesn't appraise, mm-hmm. what are our options? Yeah. Right? So if the house doesn't appraise, the bank's not giving them that money for the $300,000, mm-hmm. we are going to give you the money for what it's worth.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: so your options are you make up the difference. That's a lot of money. A
0: lot of money, right? Can't can be a lot of money.
1: Uh, yeah. Or renegotiate. The seller could be like, No, I have a backup offer. I don't like that.
0: And especially in today's market, right? Where there are backup offers, where we're in, where the highest and best is the norm. Mm -hmm. Now we have four or five different offers, Mm -hmm. you know, and they've already showed their hand. Yeah. Right. So I'm going to the next one. Exactly. Absolutely.
1: Right. So the last choice would be walk away. Mm -hmm. But when you buy a house and you get under contract, you've got some initial costs. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you don't want to just throw that money away. Right. Right. Inspections. They're about 500 bucks. Yeah. Appraisals. They're between five and $600 Mm -hmm. depending on what appraisal, Mm -hmm. you know? So you want to lose a thousand dollars because you just threw money at it and hoped it stuck to the wall.
0: Your hand money is typically 1% of the purchase price. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. What is hand money?
0: What a great question. (laughs) I like, I always like to explain it as like skin in the game. Yeah. So whenever you submit an offer, um, you, and that offer is accepted you have a certain amount of time to give hand money or earnest money an earnest money deposit emd so it's typically one percent of the sales price so you got a two hundred thousand dollar home two thousand dollars as a down payment but i use that term very lately because it's not a down payment it's just skin in the game now that two thousand dollars is credited towards your closing costs at the at the close of the of the yep. sale, yeah. So it's not like that just goes away or that's an added cost. It is um, subtracted, right? Yep. Exactly.
1: Yeah. So yeah, uh, I think we covered uh, you know the the basics as far as your initial steps, right? Yeah. So yeah. if you're a first time home buyer. Uh, or you're trying to sell your house and you're trying to buy a new one because your family's growing or it could be the opposite you're downsizing you know you definitely want to start with a pre-approval and you want to do a complete buyer consultation Mm -hmm. that'll set you up three to six months before you're ready for success
0: i love it man yeah first podcast down Doing the deed.
1: Hey, I think I got to
0: go smash that like button, hit that subscribe button, click that bell, and we'll see you next week. Doing the deed. Ryan and Tanner out.